this week on Video Death Loop. Plus, there goes the mailbox again. everybody welcome to video death loop the podcast where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore i am your host for this inaugural episode of season six aaron littleton and with me is your co-host for this inaugural episode of season six john hurst hello john Applause sign on. It is is currently on. Everyone claps. Applause sign off. Everyone stops clapping. Sits down. Welcome to the show. <laughs> that is that is one succinct co-host maneuver there. Just kajunk pulling the big please clap at this lever and then <laughs> turning it off. Here's the rest of your goddamn show. I am nothing but like my my New Year's resolution is I am going to be a professional professional podcaster we like it's, everything here is my professional resume i'm wearing a podcast suit which is sure you know, yeah it's like, made of it, like it's made of like the foam ball material yeah it's like put I'm on very, microphones yeah like sound does not happen around me at all like it's it's pretty nice it's pretty comfy too it's pretty nice and warm um, <laughs> it sounds all right a wind yeah blocks you from the wind yeah like, not only does it block you from the wind, but you don't get to hear the wind sounds like the whoosh and all that because, you I mean, you know, you, sound just bounces off you. I I think we just, we've we got to push this as far as we can and just wrap ourselves in audio foam eventually. It's like, I must fight the rumble, that low <laughs> rumble. I can't have it near me at any point. My precious so- vibrations are too, are too important. The sound of the earth rumbling at all times is too much for me. I must go into my catacomb, my foam catacomb. John, it's been like, it's been a couple weeks since we did one of these, since we wrapped up season five. And there's a part of me that's just now sort of realizing that I don't have a script. And this is suddenly like real terrifying. (laughs) Like, holy shit. I don't, I've got to feel like like 30 to 45 minutes with nothing planned and sounding more or less like I know what's going on. And I've never had this concern before. That's weird because considering you literally did a improv show yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. There's just something about having this microphone in front of me. It's like I know this is I know this is going out where it's gonna stick around. At least with an improv show, it just disappears. It disappears into the ether. <laughs> it's like it never happened. If it sucked, whatever. Come back next time. We'll try again. And no are, one are will you, have to remember this. Is improv shows nothing but dust in the wind, dude? Exactly, dude. Exactly dust in the wind my man it is uh um yeah i i I could i could tell you like definitely like improv shows i've been to like a bunch of them i've participated in some of them and every like i cannot like everything that happens on the stage cannot tell you what happens after i'm off of it and like maybe maybe within the first 10 minutes or so but then if you're lucky fades away if you don't just like hit some kind of fugue state and then just go on with your life, which is I've I've walked out of scenes. But I don't know what that scene was. Was that okay? Did that did that turn out fine? Whatever, that's you, okay. But not a podcast. The podcast is forever. A podcast is digital, like diamonds. And, 
everyone knows that anything that's ever digital is, is going to stick around for forever. Yeah, we got the podcast receipts right now. Everyone's always looking up things that happened 10 years ago on the internet and immediately finding them. They're not they've not disappeared like some like like some genie that has granted your wish for comedy 10 years ago and then is now free. You shackled them and they've run How- off to commit all kinds of genie crimes. <laughs> How many people do you think if they fell in like a magic lamp would the first wish would be I want to remove the last 10 years of fan fiction history and tweets from that I've wrote <laughs> so I could do it again. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah, that's probably number 1. I would I want to know what the what the guy is his number one wish is like genie i'm gonna set you free but i really want you to stick around for the next two wishes because <laughs> i've got some fu- some podcasts and fanfics and tweets i've got to get rid of but i want i want you to do it because you want to do it yeah with like i need like genie my first wish is i need a podcast host second i need you to hang around <laughs> yeah that that Aladdin's kind of a dick though, right? Like Aladdin, like from the from from the Disney movie anyway. I, right, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not gonna say like the original legend, but but mm-hmm. the uh, that that guy, he's supposed to be this good ass guy, but he's totally cool with using that genie for two wishes before I mean, letting he, him go, right? Yeah, he's a diamond in the rough. He's 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 shining, but he's only shining for himself, basically. Mm-hmm. He's got some growing up to do, that Aladdin. Finally, yeah. someone puts Aladdin on blast. Yeah. I only watched the first fifteen minutes of Aladdin, so you know, like clearly that guy, that guy's a bad influence. I'm just gonna say he <laughs> he's running around stealing apples with that monkey. He steals that bread. Yeah. He's throwing he's he's throwing apples at guards. Or am yeah. I remembering the Super Nintendo version? Of that? I think you're remembering the Capcom okay. Super Nintendo game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, John, we do we do have a video that we're gonna watch uh, unscripted, unknown oh, to sh- you. Holy yeah, shit, I, I just know. realized we, we had to watch it. Like, while while you were like, oh, God, we got to make a show. I was like, oh, God, we got to watch a video. on. Yeah, YouTube. we also have to watch a video. We also have to somehow interact with some other piece of media. Now, luckily, as the host, I picked out the piece of media, and I had a great video picked out all day. And then about five minutes before we started recording, I, I thought completely of a different video to watch and i i searched our site to make sure we hadn't watched it before um because i kind of want to i'm kind of i'm i'm going to throw us a little underhanded pitch a little a little easy one to get us warmed up because our podcast our video watching muscles they've gotten a little cold we haven't been stretching we haven't been doing our exercises over the break um so so let's let's come back in and uh we're going to get an easy one for ourselves this week and uh, then, John, you can do whatever you want next week when you're host. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be very warmed up after this one. I promise. All right, you're gonna be, you're gonna like, you gotta promise me, you're gonna be extremely warmed up. You're gonna be I'm like, gonna be so like, warm. like feverish. You gotta be feverish. You gotta I'm, be worried of COVID. I'm, symptoms. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go get a COVID test. I've gotta be so fucking warm. Um, <laughs> All right. So uh, on, uh, we're gonna get this thing going. Uh, I again, I picked it. I know what it is. John does not. And we're going to watch no it idea. in three, and a two, and one. Okay. Oh. John, oh, the helicopter's welcome, landing. Welcome to your blessing. Oh man, the, the, you were not kidding when you were like, "Let's throw the most under like like 
like underhanded <laughs> pitch that we could do. Like we're like what season six? Is this season six, Aaron? How did we not? How have we not watched the A Team theme before now? John? We're watching it now. We're watching it now. I feel like almost bad being the guy that picked this thing out, right? I feel like when we were, I, I feel like when we were sitting around. At that Mexican restaurant, right before we yeah. started this show, and we were sort of planning it, we'd be like, we could watch a bunch of videos, you know, like the A-Team theme. <laughs> and I think like- we're, we were too afraid. We were too afraid of, like, we would get to the A-Team and then not, like, somehow, <laughs> kind of like what you're saying, holy shit, we got to make a podcast, and we'd probably both freeze. Like, season one, us, us we wouldn't know what to do. The A-Team is prestige material. It requires a season six mindset, right? Like we had to it build our podcast resume. That. Yeah, maybe I've fucked up, John. Maybe we should have been warm before. Maybe the A team deserved better. I came no. in thinking the I came in thinking we were going to be the ones no, that no. were Dwight, served by the A team. But really, don't shouldn't we be serving the A team? I mean, this is like this is just a, like a you know it's a public service announcement at this point. Like Dwight Schultz, George Papard. Uh, Mr. T, uh, the other one. I can't the other one. Yet. The other one. Wait, was is Dwight Schultz uh, the the leader of the team, or is that face? You know, I I think it's, I would say Dwight, face. George. No, Honestly. George Papard is is the is the leader of the A team. Of course, if you yeah. if you've never seen the A team, if you are if you are a little bit younger than John or I, um. And your parents, unlike our parents, set a you know four year old child down in front of a show about a group of disenfranchised Vietnam Vietnam War veterans that like <laughs> killed people in the Los Angeles underground. Just like here, watch Let's, this kid. This is probably well, fine. Let us be fair. Let us be fair. That was most entertainment in the seventies and early eighties because like <laughs> think of like the A team. You're exploding the enemy. Mash. You're exploding the enemy. Uh huh. With occasional comedy. But technically, um, like Mash, you were you were Hogan's like heroes. You were stitching folks up after they had been blown up, right? Sure. I didn't watch Mash. Yeah. Mash was a little too before my Ma- time. I feel yeah, like the Ma- A team is probably like the Mash of the nineties kids, right? Like they yeah. kind of wish they had been, you know, around to watch it, but like ultimately they weren't. They didn't yeah, understand had, when this was the height. This was our key syndicated show that was always on on the lesser cable networks. Yeah. Oh man, no. What are you talking about? I was watching this broadcast, my dude. I'm serious. My parents oh, let me watch the A Team way too fucking young. Yeah. I, I forget. I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a confession. I keep forgetting that Mr. T has an actual name on the show and not Mr. T. B. A. Baracus. <laughs> yes, he has two character traits. One, he's big. Two, he does not like flying at all. He likes milk too. Like he like he motherfucking loves a cup of milk. Mr. That's a third T. trait. I guess you're right. I guess that is a third trait. Every single episode, every single episode of the AT, if you haven't seen it, they'd be like, we're going to have to fly somewhere to solve this, solve this AT mystery. And BA would be like, I'm not flying anywhere. And then someone would be like, here's a cup of milk, Mr. T. This is completely unrelated to you needing to fly somewhere. Oh, that looks delicious. And he would drink it and they would have poisoned his milk and he would pass out. And then he would wake up and they were where they needed to go. Was that <laughs> just an excuse to not have to rent an airplane for the show? I think it might be. I mean, that's pretty They like that. That very much could be one. We're seeing a lot of helicopters, actually. Does, does that does, does the fear shots. of flying extend to helicopters with Mr. T? I would say yes, but yeah. I can't remember. 
that dude doesn't like leaving the ground. He's like, he's like that, um, he's like, who's that guy in the Greek myth that as long as he touched the ground, he had, uh, he had, maybe it was even a monster. As long as he was standing on the ground, he was fine. But you had, so to like beat this guy, you had to pick him up and, and. and what are you, wait, wait, what are you talking some, about? I missed the name. In the, in a Greek, there was a Greek, I think it was one of the trials of Hercules. He had to go fight this guy or a monster, and I don't remember what it was. But the thing was, he drew his power from the earth. And so, and so, like, to beat this guy, like, Hercules had to pick him up off the ground so he wasn't touching the ground and then squeeze him or something to death. To death. It was definitely to death. Was it a Minotaur? It might have been. You know what? I'm going to say yes because, um, and, the reason why I think I think yes is because I was playing Final Fantasy VIII the other day, and yeah. I got to I fought to a Minotaur battle, and if you cast Float on him, it makes him weak, like to weak to everything else, and you can beat him. That sounds okay. Good. I'm I'm. <laughs> once again, we are taking undue cues of our shared cultural heritage from Final Fantasy VIII, and I'm There's not sure better. we're gonna come. I'm not sure that we're gonna come out on correct on this one, but that sounds about right. Sounds like I, a Minotaur it, thing. Regardless, you are correct in one shape, shape, shape or form. It uh, thanks, thanks to Square Enix, we know. So. Okay, so what we're saying ultimately is B.A. Baracus is some kind of a Minotaur like descendant that draws his power from the earth and if he was ever to leave the earth that all those machine guns that people are constantly shooting at him that what do no damage whatsoever in this show yeah, would no possibly cells, kill everything. him uh possibly possibly i mean like uh, you don't see um and i'm going to i'm going to be i'm going to share like a confession i didn't watch a whole lot of the a team in my right. in my time like i watched a little bit of in syndication and stuff like yeah. that but it was never like there was there was so much tv to watch Aaron. i was that nickelodeon was on most of the time like i'm gonna be honest like if unfortunately because nickelodeon like like i would be watching hey dude it's like probably at the same time as a team and that's not a good choice i recognize that right at this point but that is that's probably what would happen. It was already on Nickelodeon. So see again, like you're you're like eight to ten years old. If if Hey Dude is on when you're watching this, I'm pretty yeah. sure one of my first memories is of a is of a <laughs> jeep jumping over a a bush and then crashing because I definitely watched this when I was like three years old. Like, in oh, a, okay, like, in a, okay. like way into the A team, way, way, way too young. Like admittedly, like the stakes are never particularly high and it's pretty goofy when you yeah. really get down to it. But there, 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 there's there are a lot of machine costumes. guns. There's a lot, a lot of machine guns. guns, a lot of like drug deals. Uh, I think like my, a complete, I have no fear of machine guns and it's because when I was three years old I watched episode after episode of the A-Team where the bad guys were shooting machine guns at my heroes the A-Team and they never did shit like the machine guns are completely ineffective not not anywhere close to like just ramming them with a car or something which is what the A-Team always did just run that guy over yeah no like uh, like definitely like everything if the A-Team can do it why can't we is really what it boils down to I kind of want to live in the AT world, right? Like a machine gun. I'm sorry that that is not at all dangerous. How many? What if, how many? How many episodes were solved by a car crashing into a building? 
Dude, so many. So many. That was all of them. Every episode. There were, there was a big there was a big focus on vehicles in the A team. Like mm. they and I feel like early on, I remember re, kind of like revisiting the A team a little bit, watching some of the first season. And you could tell that what they had done is they had rented like a bunch of Jeeps or maybe even bought a bunch of Jeeps. And, and they just they had to use them every episode, like every single episode was the bad guy just had an army of Jeeps that would drive around. And you can even see this in the in this opening movie we're watching. It's just Jeep after Jeep. A lot wrecking. of Jeep. a lot of army Jeeps, like yeah, uh, army Jeeps, 70s era, like Cutlass Supremes. Really, I think that's where a lot of those a lot of those cars went to. They went they were scrapped making the A team. Now, now tell me in the first season, did they blow up a lot of those Jeeps or was it like later on where they started realizing we got a we got an inventory of Jeeps we got to get rid of right now? I have a feel like a lot of them were being, you know, kind of kind of wrecked. But I, I feel like it was a, just the tiniest bit of creative camera work. You could have one Jeep that's like the wrecking Jeep. <laughs> that, so you might have a Jeep like go like it's about to wreck and then you cut to a different shot and then you just roll the wrecking Jeep over again and then, you know, you pop it back out before the next scene. It's like, well, we definitely wrecked that Jeep. Let's wreck another Jeep. Sorry. <laughs> The yeah, say the wrecked Jeep. That's the kind. That's a car I want. Is a wrecked Jeep, or just oh, a yeah. wrecking car in general? Like, yeah, I feel like driving my wrecking car today. Yeah, it's a, it's a daily driver. You don't care if it like if it, if it, if you if you happen to find a dirt molehill and you jump make a jump off of it and like on the other side, it's like yeah, it's okay, it's okay. That's like a thing you could do though. Like, right? Like, I mean, sort of reasonably as long as you were you know, doing a lot of damage to other people's cars because I wouldn't really want to do that. But just yeah. buy some real beater car and just every now and then if you're fucking bored, just slam it into a tree while you're driving around. You, <laughs> you know? gotta reinforce the inside a little bit. You gotta stunt okay. car that thing up a little. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, get like take like a like a car that's been kitted out for demolition derby and just side swipe a fence just here and there just for fucking <laughs> fun. Just to keep things just to keep things, you know, uh, it's like you know what? in your life you know what my my neighbor's been really annoying lately just slam into the mailbox <laughs> well okay yeah i guess you're right yeah why not i mean i'm not saying this is, doesn't have rep it doesn't have repercussions on it i'm just saying that you can do it let me tell you something my neighbor definitely ran over my mailbox a couple of years ago and there was no repercussions for that guy Nothing happened to that guy. You got some awesome ring footage, by the way. Yeah, I got a, I got some video from my doorbell of this guy slamming into my mailbox and the mailbox flying like 50 feet up in the air and then crashing down into the onto my driveway and waking Hell me up. Hell yeah. Why but didn't like, we watch that, that loop? That's a good question. Maybe we should watch that. It's a little bit. It was a little bit traumatizing. I have to admit, because I think it might have been on Easter Sunday one year. Oh, jeez! I think Happy it Easter. was on. I think that I woke up to the sound of my very metal mailbox crashing into my driveway, and then my neighbor just driving the fuck off. Dude and I know an it was that guy. I know because he's so old. He's exactly the kind of guy that would run over a mailbox and not notice or just be like, I'm super old. Come at me, bro. I ran what, over what, your mailbox. Fuck you. What if 
what if he was one of these A-team drivers and he was wrecking Jeeps all day and he was just had like like he like he was just having ref- not he was not having like reflections back from the war he was just having stunt driver like He's memories having, yeah A-team A-team flashbacks flash. yeah yeah I yeah. guess like I guess I feel like I especially wouldn't be mad if there were if I lived next to an A-team stunt person and they they had some kind of like post A-team traumatic stress disorder I mean, I derived so much pleasure from the A-team at such a young age. I feel like I owe it to them. Like, yeah, I guess you can run over my mailbox whenever. Like, take out your wrecking car and fucking run that thing over. Because yeah. you, you, you helped B.A. Brackus have a fun time. Yeah, you invite him over to, like, the 4th of July grill. And, like, he like he starts calling you, like, uh, your George Pepard or Hannibal or something like that. Oh, man. That's it's not... like, it's like... <laughs> That's, uh... <laughs> Would that be cool? I got to think that through. Would that be cool if an if one of your old neighbors mistook you for George Pappard? <laughs> is that in the seventies? In the seventies? No, 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 no. In twenty twenty two, is that? Oh, oh, you mean like the nineteen seventies George Pappard? Yeah, I mean in to be fair, I don't. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, I'd say George Pappard, pretty handsome dude. So yeah. like, that's ultimately pretty cool. I think it's ultimately a compliment, yeah. But, well, I mean, we gotta we gotta look at this. Is there any downside to your neighbor thinking that you're George Pappard? Sometimes. What if what if your neighbor assumes okay, so if this guy's a stunt driver and George Pappard is George Pappard, I mean that dude did movies, right? Like he wasn't mm-hmm. just in the AT. Yeah. Yeah, he's so he, doing he that. probably is I'd say he's he's pretty well off financially, you have to imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Like so if your neighbor's like, hey, George, can I borrow some money? Oh, and you're like, um, no, no. He's like, but you're George Papard. You're worth millions. <laughs> Just like, like, is, like let, let, let me get some of those A-team royalties. Yeah, let me get some of that money, dude. I didn't get, I'm not, I'm not getting paid every time. Where's my residuals? I wrecked all those Jeeps. What do I see <laughs> you. these days? Nothing. I just run over your mailbox over and over. That's my only joy in life is to fuck <laughs> your mailbox up. So I think, yeah, in that in that instance, like having to explain to your neighbor why you can't lend him money, like ultimately, that's not good. That's yeah. not good. So we kind of it's kind of one in one. One, your neighbor thinks you're handsome, which like mm-hmm. I guess like as an old dude. Like that's. I mean, it makes fine. for a pleasant conversation at best at that point. So I if mean, like, you I guess know the other person is like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah thanks your hand. That's fine. Yeah, but then having to turn down money offers. So it's kind of one in one right now. I think ultimately your old ass neighbor thinking you're George Papard, looking like yeah. a wash from this point. Can we think of any other, any other real like um, results of that? Uh, he was George Papard was in Damnation Alley, and like he might bring up. Like, like, remember Damnation Alley in that movie with the big ass car and the post apocalypse? It's like I don't want to talk about that one. Was the stunt driver also working on Damnation Alley? I mean, there was a, there was a, I mean, there were cars in that movie. Like, there was that one vehicle that that uh, that traveled through the apocalyptic wasteland that looked like a Tonka yeah. truck of some sort. Sure, that was that was okay. It didn't yeah, crash. So it didn't crash though. It didn't crash. So maybe he wasn't on. It, it. was destroyed at the end. It definitely that vehicle was destroyed at the end, but I don't remember how. Okay, 
Um, the, the, not through the A-team. Not through the A-teams. Not through prowess, A-team so. shenanigans. No, I do not think it hit a bush and then ramped into the air and then flipped over and exploded. That also, cool. I was always very concerned about upside down cars because in the A team, if a car was upside down, it was about two seconds away from exploding. Yeah, yeah. Between between the A team and Grand Theft Auto Three, like I don't, <laughs> not comfortable around. Like, uh, I remember going to school one time, and the uh, um, it was foggy that day, and the car uh, coming across on this two lane road uh, coming from the other side just hit like a little ditch and actually. Like like did flip over and I had to like like it to, like fortunately everyone was okay like it was like it was one of those like it was just like a slow slow flip over like you know call the cops make sure everyone's okay go on my right. way to school but there was a time it was like oh the car flipped over oh no that car's going to explode oh no yeah. we gotta get up. all cars have an unsealed top top to their gas tank and when it's turned upside down it leaks down towards the bottom of the car where we all know there is a fire. In yes, the roof. Yes. Constant in fire. The, there's a pilot light. That's how cars work. There's a pilot yeah. light in the roof. <laughs> An unsealed gas tank. If it's ever upside down, it's a terrible design. But cars shouldn't be upside down, so no one ever fixes it. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird that after, you know, a hundred years of uh, of knowledge, we have not improved upon that technology at all. Okay. And, and anyway. Here's another potentially bad side. I think we're starting to like add more to the bad side. Of, mm-hmm. of your neighbor thinking that you're George Papard. You know, it's a lot of times the stunt guys, like, they're responsible also for the actual, like, physical parts of the stunt. Like, they have to know how the stunt works. You know, they're right. like a, a stunt coordinator as well. And so what if what if because your neighbor thinks that you're George Papard and keeps having these A-team flashbacks, what if at night that guy's sneaking into your car and setting it up to where it will explode if it's ever upside down? Oh, no. And you like, don't like, know. You don't like, know he's done that. Like you're about ready to go to work and you realize the passenger seat's out because it's like set like for like to like a balance the weight out so like the car will flip over easier. <laughs> yep. Oh man! Oh no! That's not good. You are all, you are constantly on the lookout for like tricked out cars. Like what is what's been done to this car? How has this car been stunted? <laughs> has he cut my brake lines? Oh, like definitely, like definitely, like it's uh, like car seems a little lighter today. Oh, the air conditioner's gone. Yeah, the air conditioner's gone in its place. A bomb. <laughs> like definitely one of those like high hydraulics that kind of push the car upwards and force it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why does it keep steering towards that bush with a ramp behind it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's an. Okay, this could be either a pro or a con, depending on how you feel about it. But definitely, your 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 neighbor is setting up ramps and cool things across your neighborhood pro, in the pro. subdivision. That no question, pro. mostly a pro. I mean, like bicyclists, like like people like bi- like riding bikes on there, having a pretty good time. Paperboy, if they played Paperboy for the arcade system, oh, for the arcade system, or oh, for the arcades, that definitely definitely having the best time there. But. Yep, yep. I don't. No one. No one isn't. No one's life is damaged by an increase of ramps in their vicinity like cool like stunt ramps right if you don't want to stunt off of them you can just walk around if you do want to stunt off of them then you do your stunt and if you like other people doing stunts you can watch it i'm just saying i i can't think of a situation where more ramps aren't better like it's a it's a linear line of like if you wanted to graph this out on one axis, it says ramps on the other axis. It says like coolness 
positivity coolness <laughs> i guess and it's just it just goes up one to one one cool point one ramp okay okay so we're going mostly on the pro train on that okay i i see your point i see it's, your, it's pro. I agree. We're, we're two and two now like it's it's there's really these these arguments are are strong i say that as the person making them these are strong arguments they're completely unassailable the so uh, george papard neighbor neighbor that thinks you're george papard that is mm-hmm. anything anything else is there any other downside to being george? was george papard there's a part of me that thinks that george papard might be super racist because he's an old white guy <laughs> <laughs> that's you know like honestly that's like just throwing a dart at old, old school hollywood sure at that yeah point. <laughs> it's kind of shooting fish in a barrel for like old school hollywood isn't it probably pretty racist so i'm gonna throw the, i'm gonna come I'm, down on the on the bad side for that okay that's I'm, not I'm gonna, cool I'm gonna, I, I, I will say like i'm i'm the first level of george papard like how like controversy he does not have a controversy section on wikipedia so i think we're okay i actually think we're okay Maybe. Are you sh- Maybe yeah. he just yeah. He does have a personal life section. Oh, oh God! Um, no, don't, 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 no, don't, 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 no. don't. I don't want to know. A, he, yeah, he uh, he had a divorce. That's about the worst I could see. That's on it. Okay, fine. we I'm might gonna, be okay. We might be okay. We might be that okay. guy. Maybe yeah. okay. Unless he got divorced for being super racist. Does it say that? Is that what it says? <laughs> I'm gonna that look it, up. That his I'm partner look- left him. I typed in, I searched for super racist control F on the page to not find no, no, Okay. Well, we know he's at least not super racist. That's good. That's good. Okay. Not normal racist either. At least according to Wikipedia, good. the free encyclopedia. Go. No one, the, well, that anyone can edit, including yeah. George Rapard's neighbor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the stunt man. The stunt man. <laughs> you need to go through all of those. All those uh, Wikipedia usernames. If you see someone on there that's like Stunty69, you better watch out. (laughs) Stunty69's been making a lot of edits recently. See, he uses 69 not because of the sex term, but because that looks like the 9 is flipping over like a Jeep. (laughs) That's exactly right. And it's about to explode. Stunty69 asterisk. And the asterisk is the explosion. He, it's like underscore uh, forward slash stunty sixty nine. That's the like the ramp at the beginning. <laughs> the four twenty after that is for weed, though. You don't yeah, have to oh, worry yeah. about, dude. This. Look, I mean, like, what else do you think he's going to do? He's a stunt man. He probably has a lot of injuries. He's probably smoking a lot of weed, of course. Absolutely. Oh, that's going to be a positive for him thinking that you're George Ford. Hey, hey that's going to be a share positive. The weed hey. It's gotta be a positive. I don't, this seems like a pretty good neighbor. I, I'm, 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 I'm on the winning side. Sure, he he may be optimizing my car to kill me in the end. Sure, but or like we're do rad stunts, which um, depending on if I want that car or not. I mean, like maybe maybe dude, maybe if, that's your, if that's your wrecking car, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. like but, you know, put your regular car in your in your garage if you have one, and then leave your leave your wrecking car out front. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's for wrecking anyway. It might as well explode sometimes. Some people say, like around Christmas time, like if you leave your car in the driveway, like Santa Claus, like they say, they say it's Santa Claus that comes by and changes your optimizes your wrecking car for wrecks. But it's actually <laughs> Stunty sixty nine. It's just Stunty sixty nine asterisk underscore four twenty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a great man. 
If you need Wikipedia <laughs> edited and you can find him, maybe you can hire Stunty69 asterisk <laughs> underscore 420. And that's it. I'm tapping. I'm, I'm tapping. I'm going to be yes. the first one to tap for season yes. six. I will take that shame upon myself. Like the groundhog, I know it's going to be a good year because I made Aaron tap first. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, that. Hey, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe the A-team helped us and maybe we helped the A-team. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. You know, I, I you know, like I think the you know, the A team has pushed us along growing up. Clearly, like for like for you, watching A team growing up has led you down the path to podcasting in the end. So. I don't know how, how I could believe otherwise. Yeah. It is, is a foundational memory and now I'm doing this, so why not? Why not? Yeah. That's uh that's the A team. Well, what, 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 did they get like who who hired them a lot of times? Was it like the anybody? Same people? Anybody having problems? Just anybody yeah, having like, problems? A lot like, of times, just, attractive ladies. Okay, I won't lie. There's a lot of times attractive ladies get into problems with drug smugglers or you know minor warlords in Los Angeles. Uh, it was the '80s. That was there, yeah. probably. I don't know. I wasn't in Los Angeles in the 80s. Yeah. I was sitting in front of a t- television show watching people shoot machine guns at each other. Uh, <laughs> folks, that has been our show. Uh, if you're a three-year-old listening to this, welcome. You're in, you've definitely not watched listening to a great show uh, also, congratulations. for your we development. Got, also, congratulations. We got syndicated. <laughs> we got syndicated. Hey. There you go. Yeah. Watching us instead of "Hey, dude," listening to us instead of "Hey, dude." Um, hey, you can uh, you can listen to new episodes every Friday. Do make sure that you subscribe to our feed. Uh, that's great. If you have uh, if you have opinions about us, especially if they're good opinions, we encourage mm-hmm. you to throw us a review out on Apple podcasts or anywhere you can you can rate or review us that's helpful you can send us an email questions at videodeathloop.com and it, and if you're on spotify i think they're rolling out the the review format they finally figured out that they could add stars and have user interaction on their site for podcasts they finally figured out what apple figured out for podcast 16 plus years ago at this point they, <laughs> well, they finally did it that's it, why they're like, called t- that's why they're called podcasts and not spotted casts Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you can write us thanks, on thanks so much for, for sticking around with us, for tuning in, for, for coming on coming on with us on another season. We really appreciate it. Uh, we hope you have a good time. And uh, I guess we'll see you back here next week where John will be your host. And he'll probably have a, a, a lot more difficult video for us to watch, I would expect. We'll find out. Maybe it's just the A team again. I I kind of kind of dug that. Kind of. That's dug fine that. with me. There's a lot of different seasons of the A team we could technically Ooh. watch. Ooh. All yeah. Right, all right. All right. Thanks yeah. for the hint. All right. We'll see you next time, folks. Bye. Bye. Ellen, in 15 seconds, what is Nice Games Club? It's our game dev podcast. Steven, help! Game mechanics, accessibility, art and animation, level design, prototyping. Everything that goes into making video games. How's that, Mark? Nice. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get your podcasts or at nicegames.club. 
We have a podcast where we go to Podford University, a fake college where you... Wait, 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 it's fake? Yeah, what? I just paid tuition. I Same, I did too. What, to who? Uh, well, uh, well, we're doing the ad. I, let me finish. Find Podford University, available wherever podcasts are sold and on the HyperX Podcast Network.